Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Welcome to No Shit Sherlock, where it doesn't take a genius to have a clue, regardless of who you're talking to. We talk about everything from relationships, pop culture, social media, and everything in between. I am the Old Testament Petty OTP. And I am the nasty one, Lance 2.0. Is they're very, <laughs> they're very, they're very, they're very nasty. They're very nasty every weekend, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am the first lady of No Shit Sherlock podcast, your girl, Charmy. AKA Chantilly Lace. <laughs> With a pretty face. With a pretty face. Hey, can you see it? <laughs> And we have a guest in the building today. Whoop, 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 we have hey, Marie, the good girl. Ooh. Oh, okay. So we got a freak, a mama with a pretty face named Chantilly Lace, and Kay Marie, the good one. There will be no drip, 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 drip. There will be no dripping tonight. And there will be no <laughs> medulla. Coming at you. Coming at you. <laughs> Coming at you. We won't have none of that tonight. We won't have none of that tonight. So we're going to have a little different conversation. But now we have a a, a good girl uh, with us tonight. So we're going to get some woman's point of view tonight. Uh, so how was everybody's weekend? Lance, what did you do this past weekend? Oh, I went out Friday night, you know, partied. A little hard Friday night, Saturday. Did you kick your leg up? I was throwing all around that club, but I didn't kick my leg up this time. <laughs> I'm like, you know, but you know, people just okay. So people don't dance anymore in clubs, and it's just really irritate the fuck out of me because people don't dance; they just stand around and socialize. And I'm just like, what I mean. Fuck? There's a dance floor for people to dance on. The whole club doesn't dance. Well, hold up, because that's the issue, too, because a lot of clubs don't have dance floors no more. There's just basically tables and VIP. A lot of clubs stop doing dance floors because everybody wanted VIP tables and couches and all that. And just be cute. (laughs) That's it. And it's like, child, I could do this at home. Shit, what the hell I'm coming here? Well, a lot of them do do it at home. That's why people go to house parties. (laughs) Going out. To go and stand in a club where they can smoke. And I got to come home and my beard smell like smoke. Because I ain't no damn pepper. Well, the good thing about this one here is it was, they had like an upstairs um, roof rooftop. So if you mm-hmm. wanted to smoke, you could go smoke outside. But oh. yeah, that was all I did this weekend, really. Um, all right, well, option. Kay Marie, how was your weekend? Oh, that was good. I celebrated my birthday, so I had oh. some... Happy belated! Thank you. Um, um, a couple girlfriends and I got together. My cousin flew in. Of course, it was raining here, so we kind of just chilled. You know, mail bashed a little bit. (laughs) See, she no damn good girl. Mail bash and still be a good doesn't exist. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging the truth. Good girls go through bullshit too. Good girls go through. We do the worst time. <laughs> the most. Girl, the <laughs> exactly. 
So yeah, we just had some um, uh, crab boil, drinks, girl talk, and just some good vibes. So they was a whole Destiny's Child album one and two. <laughs> smell bashing. Just smell bashing. The writing's mm-hmm. on the wall. Mm-hmm. The writing is on the wall, yes. That's all they did. Mm-hmm. That was it. Charmy, how was your weekend? My weekend was great. You know why? Because it was cold and it was raining. So I literally stayed in my bed. No wig, no weave, no bra. And binge watch every <laughs> single episode of Insecure. Hallelujah. I'm 100% caught up. Hallelujah. I have caught up on and watched every single episode of BML. I feel so much better just doing absolutely nothing. Sometimes you just need some downtime. You do. This is true. This I'm is very good. I'm trying to learn that. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good. You said it out loud. It sounds good. It looks like you, was, you know what? I'm going to do better. Lies. Lies and deceit. Lies and motherfucking deceit. Um, so my weekend was pretty chill. I love the fact that it was cool. Um, this was very much me and my robe and some gumbo on the sofa. Um, didn't really go nowhere too much because I'm around here looking like Boris Whitaker because my eyes swollen. Um, you know, y'all can't really see it because I'm wearing specs, but you know, it's a little, little heavy lid. You know, somebody told me I look like Boris Whitaker. <sighs> yeah, yeah, the good girl, the good girl, the good girl. Because <laughs> once the good girl's gone bad. Oh, I know that's right. <laughs> hey, nothing you can do about it. She's gone forever. Gone forever. Just gone. See? See? She ain't as good as she says. She, the harder they fall, they'll get back what up. Jay Z lyrics. We love it. I know. I know. Right? <laughs> um, but that was really it. Like, I just really, really chill. I love the fact that it rained. I got caught up on some sleep. And yeah, we gained an hour. I was on time for work this morning. I was an hour early. We did. I had time, oh, to, get no. bre- I had time to get breakfast before I walked across the hall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that hour, that hour just really just took me out, honey. I just had the best rest. <laughs> that whole extra hour just that had whole, that whole extra hour, honey, because I woke up early and I was just like, it's like five o'clock in the morning. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> but you know what? That I've extra been up hour since is like two o'clock this morning. That extra hour is like a power nap. You hear me? Like mm-hmm. it's just like you like you get that last home stretch of that power nap. It's just something about it. It just do it just does wonders. Um well, we're gonna switch gears and we're gonna get into words of wisdom. Lance, what's your word of wisdom? Uh, my word of wisdom today is someone finding you sexually attractive ain't necessarily the same thing as them respecting you as a person. Absolutely. <laughs> and a lot of times, like, you know, a lot of times people we view, you know, being sexually wanted or being sexually attractive as people want to respect us and just like, oh, they want to fuck me. <laughs> no, that's all. No, that's that's do. right. That's what they want to do. That's, that's it. All they want that's- to do. It's like, you know. And you can be sexually attractive and still look like a donkey. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
You can still be ugly and have a banging body. Yes, you can. Yeah. I, I see it every day. Several times. But that goes to, I think everyone deserves respect. And, you know, I mean, even, I guess even, okay, I've done a lot of hookups. <laughs> I've done a lot of hookups in my past, of course, but I was always respectful of the people I hooked up with. And I always, you know, I never feel, I, I've seen people have feel like somebody has disrespected them. I said, I never had that issue. Define, yeah. define you've always respected the hookup. Like you understood the assignment. Like, like or, no, when I say I respect the hookup, is that if I see you out in public, you know, and you speak, I am gonna speak to you. Now, if we don't, if you don't make eye contact, bitch, I'm not gonna make eye contact with you either. But you know, <laughs> but I will acknowledge you if you acknowledge me, you know, because some you ever been, you ever hooked up with somebody or you have been having sex with somebody and then you speak and they don't speak back. I ain't never had that issue, but you know, I've never had that. <laughs> <laughs> Any time anybody gets some of this good loving, uh, 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 I don't have to worry about you not speaking to me. I right. have to worry it, about me. wanting you to stop speaking to me. You, you get that phone <laughs> call or that text the next day. <laughs> but you know, another thing, I think another thing is is that you know, like when it comes to also respect, and especially I think with women, guys do it a lot of time. They be like, "Oh, she slept. She fucked me on the first night, so she's a hoe, whatever." You know, so it's like they slept together, but they still disrespect the guy, still want to be disrespectful to her. You know, it's not, you know, why can't a woman just want to enjoy herself? You know, that don't make her, that don't mean you have to disrespect her just because you fucked on the first night. Because technically, you was a whole too, bro. Yes. Right. Well, you know, here's my question. Forget about that shit, but. You was a whole but, you know, it's a, but it's a double standard. It's a double standard. Not saying it's right, but right. they have they feel it's a double standard. Like for me, it's like it's when we talk about the whole, you know, fucking on the first date. So do you become easy or a hoe if you fuck on the first date every time? Or is that like, you know, three to five? Okay, you just was, you know, living, getting your life. 56. Um, <laughs> what is this? A gas pump? Well, I think for some people, <laughs> sex is recreational. So yep, it is exercise. You're right. It, it doesn't mean that I'm trying to be with you or want I have any interest in you beyond. I want to do that thing. Right. Do yeah, right. You know, but I judge it. I'm just asking the question. See, you can tell the people who don't mind fucking on the first night. Because I get all these looks. Y'all can't stand, but I'm getting all these looks because I, I just asked the question. Look, I'm just trying to check. <laughs> well, I okay. mean, you know, I, first of all, I, I'm only a hoe because I classify myself as a hoe, bitch. That don't mean that you're going to get that fucking person I'm fucking. You could classify me that way, bitch. Because I'm sorry, time, really? you can still respect me, nigga. You're going to still respect R-E-S-P-E-C-T. you going to respect me. You can respect <laughs> my whole ass. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. No, don't get disrespectful. And then, you know, some people, and then there, but I mean, you also have to know how to take your feelings out of it too, because you know, some people can have, can have sex and fall in love. And then it's like, correct. Now you're feel, you feeling disrespected. Now you're feeling disrespected because he's not calling you back and girl, but girl or boy or whoever. Hey, you know, Medulla always say, ain't nobody gonna fuck you right like somebody who ain't got shit and who ain't good for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody on, look, somebody sleeping on somebody's sofa or a mattress on the floor gonna fuck you a lot better than somebody who got this canopy king size bed. <laughs> <laughs> I 
talking about some, oh, don't, I got to um, make up the bed. I got to get the sheets right and everything. See, you know, that person with the mattress. going to tuck the sheets under the mattress, <laughs> on the floor? <laughs> it's like. The air mattress, bro. Right. Ooh, I don't think we'll talk about that because I remember a time I got my life on an air mattress and it deflated. <laughs> was young. But did you stop? Did not. <laughs> and you should not. That did not. Did not. You know, and look, you my, standards, my standards wasn't as high back then. You know, I was in my teens. You know, I wasn't, you know, worrying about you having a bed that's set up off the floor. <laughs> of course not. You know, I've evolved since then. Uh, Charmy, what is your word of wisdom? My word of wisdom is actually going to sound quite familiar. Let me see if I can get this right exactly the way she said it. She said, oh, goodness. Now I've just lost it just that quick. Because I was going to quote something from Insecure. And she said something about the stars. Um, she had posted something, I guess, when she broke up with that dude. And she said that, um, what is it? The stars, they can't shine unless it's dark. And so basically for me, I, do y'all remember exact the exact verbiage? Ma'am, what season are you talking about? Girl. It's current season. <laughs> um, I don't remember that. And that's This weird. was the episode where they went to the college and Kelly was in the car with... Um, uh, God, what's the girl with Tiff- the couple with Tiffany yes Tiffany, and yeah. they were looking at Molly's Instagram and she had all these pictures of her half face after the broke up her breakup oh and, yeah, yeah yeah and her husband was like oh you know Molly be deep you know now since her right yeah you know she has self-discovery journey yeah. see this is why I scored extremely high in the insecure uh 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 test and now I feel like I need to go back and take it because I'm like okay I can take it now I can be a part of this group Mm -hmm. y'all won't leave me off bad and bougie god damn it (laughs) (laughs) I mean but 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 it kind of makes sense I guess if you hide when I which you know I got the squint when I I, see I don't understand that part that makes no sense however I do believe that I mean I think a lot of times we get kind of down and out and that's the best time for you to shine is in when you're in the midst of something because a lot of times people don't acknowledge or even understand well damn how can you still be smiling and how can you still be doing this and the other and i know what you're going through and so it's like i get it it was a little deep for me i was like okay because what you're going for what you're going through may not be for you it's for somebody to see you go through it and show them that they can do it too but that's the whole thing you go through you don't stay there you go through it come on I love you. Mm-hmm. I might send you a little cash up, my little offering. Listen, tell me, baby, tell me, because I don't have cash up, so. Okay, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, it was a nice I, twist on, you know, fuck niggas get money, shit like that. You know, <laughs> that might be next week. Oh, that was, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, I was real surprised you went with a little theology, um, you know, you know the approach. You I know, have you know, layers, friend. I got layers. <laughs> in your hair. <laughs> that too. Marie. Yes, baby. What is your word of wisdom? So I have don't marry potential just to end up divorcing reality. Oh wow. Oh. Um, mm. A lot yep. of people fall for 
you know, what mm-hmm. if, or I see so much in you. I see greatness. I, that like, you. I can change that. Yes, I, I can. Yeah. Yes. Just to get into a relationship with someone that obviously, you know, stays stagnant and none of those things manifest. So be mindful before you commit. They won't. Mm-hmm. I actually love that advice. Yep. Keep mm-hmm. your eyes wide open and not wide shut. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, my word of wisdom is don't beg nobody to fuck with you. Come on. Dope sells itself. Yeah, that's it. You don't see no advertisements <laughs> for uh people to go out here and buy drugs, buy dope, and stuff like that. It sells itself. It's like Avon, it's like Mary Kay. It has stood the test of time. You don't beg nobody to buy this stuff. People know they buy it because of the reputation and they know the way that it has. Oh, yes. They know you for your work. I love it. Yes. I love that. The quality does not go on sale. Hello. Don't sell yourself cheap or short. Hello, because I done already told you, this don't cost you. This run you. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) People are putting price tags on they shit. Not me. I don't know, because if you're 70 and single, you might want to put a discount on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that means, look, look, when, it's, when you're 70 and single, that means you put an antiquity tag on the back of <laughs> Yeah, you get a blue tag. You know, like a blue pill, you get a blue tag. I don't know. <laughs> it's the antiquity. Crazy. <laughs> Last, what you got for us for uh, a little bit of foreplay so we can get these minds greased for this conversation. Use your fingers, people. Two fingers. Remember that. <laughs> that sounds like three Think about words. it. Think about it. That's three words. Here's our foreplay. I hope y'all ready for it. What is the pettiest thing or the most revengeful thing you've done to an ex or somebody you were dating? <laughs> to get revenge or something. <laughs> okay, I'll start off with Jasmine. Since, yeah, give y'all time to think. So my ex, um, I don't know, was getting on my nerves one time. And you know, just continuing. I was just like, you know, I'm just not feeling good today. Da da da. Just kept bothering, just 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 kept. And I'm just like, I'm not feeling good. And he just would have these parts where he would want to be very annoying. Annoying as fuck. Mm. So I said, okay, mm. let me show you how annoying I can be. So because I knew that he was afraid of the supernatural and spirits and all Is that. Is this where you went to that person's house? I went to their house. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Because <laughs> I had a key. Oh I just God. went to their house and I just moved a couple of things that they would notice around. Just moved them around and put them in just different places. <laughs> so going to hell. back home they were they all I, all I I got the call somebody been in my house I don't know what's going on I just I'm just I'm just going crazy right now I'm like are you sure what is wrong with you what's what's mentally wrong with you like do you need to call the police or something no I don't know it's just like there's nothing taken or anything everything is just misplaced and I was just like okay well you know you just need to 
him, you know, you, you just take your time. <laughs> and then I started laughing. He was like, you ain't been in here, have you? I was like, no. And then I was like, yeah, it was me. You were getting on my nerves. So I got on your fucking nerves. <laughs> so I tell you, he was pissed. You're going to hell for that. <laughs> going to hell for that. He was so now, unless he gave his life to Christ, because he felt like he better get he be, he better get it right. Mm. Uh, you're going to hell for that. You could have get a whole heart attack. <laughs> he was about to have a whole heart attack because it's like, what do you do in that situation? I can't call the police because shit ain't nothing taken. Everything just moved. Around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I just can't. I just can't. Um, so I think y'all probably already know this. Like, out of all of my exes, there's only been one I did not like. (laughs) And, um, oh, which actually led to us breaking up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. So my ex had a tendency to be a little smothering, a little clingy little smothering or whatever so me and my friends we decided we would go out to the club and because we were going to the club then they decided they were going to go to the club and I was like okay but you know I was hanging out tonight or whatever they was like oh you know um you know so-and-so asked me to go so I'm gonna go with them but you know have a good time act like I'm not even there (laughs) (laughs) say less friend say less Less. I got you (laughs) So, got to the club. I'm hanging with my friends and everything like that. We having a good time, laughing, ha-ha, and kicking and everything. And, you know, my ex, at, well, my, whatever, at the time, uh, I choose not to give him light, uh, at the time, came in and everything, and I spoke to everybody they were with but them. And, you know, I act. Like they weren't even there because the conversation that I had with them before is say what you mean and mean what you say. Don't say stuff because you think it's just to appease me. So being petty, being vengeful, being Old Testament petty, like biblically petty, I did not speak to them all night. And I bet you they were looking at you the whole night trying to figure out like what the fuck is going on. So you're not gonna so you're not gonna speak. And I was like, no. Oh, I would have said, oh I I've grown so much since then. Because <laughs> I would have <laughs> kinda. But again, that's because that was the relationship that I was like, why the fuck am I in this? So I was just being paid or whatever, which actually led to us breaking up that night. Yeah. Wow. Um, and you should have really added a dip. Them. You should have added a good dip and roll with it at the club while the song was on. Bam. No, no need. No <laughs> need. No need. I was. When we were leaving, I was like, oh, bye, everybody. It was like, don't speak now. I was like, oh, my gosh, you're seeing very pointed right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your attitude seems very pointed right now. It was like, why would you do this? Do what? You know, I was very calm. You know, I was an asshole at times. When I when I need to be an asshole, I am. When I need to be compassionate, I will be. But, you know, that particular moment, I was. I don't blame you. I, I was pretty petty, pretty petty. Um, So, you know. I'm Old Testament Patty. K. Marie. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> oh my goodness. 
So this is when I was young. So please don't judge me. Too late. This is a judgment-free zone. Okay. Nope. So um, this is actually an individual that I was dating. Um, he and I were seeing each other probably four or five months. And I found out he was married. So I had to end this love triangle that I was in involuntarily. And so the last night that we uh, saw each other, I decided, well, since you kept a secret from me, she should know. <laughs> so before I left, I put my underwear in her drawer. Oh, wow. <laughs> you can all think size. No, no. I, went, I mean, because she actually lived in another state from he and I. So when she came home, I'm sure bitch who the fuck yes but i mean i feel like that was his bad he should have been honest from the beginning i feel that that was warranted absolutely i needed some get back and i'm a scorpio and this is what we do yeah they stink how we do it (laughs) i felt very good about that yeah i I felt very good about that (laughs) i did i did I really, really did. I felt real good. I did. He talked to me about it too. I was like, what? Somebody <laughs> did what? Me? How many women were you fucking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, now, see, now, that's exactly. See, when you do shit like that and it goes unnoticed, or the first thing you say is, mm-hmm. about somebody left some underwear at my house? Not you left some underwear, but somebody. So apparently, um, this particular individual's military. So he left and came back and got restationed where we lived. So when he came back, that's when he told we were kind of just friends at that point. He was like, "Can you believe something else crazy happened to me?" And I was like, "What?" And he Mm -hmm. was like, "What are the girls?" He thought it was somebody. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. A roster. A whole <laughs> I said, oh no, I can't believe that. I said, well, what did they look like? <laughs> Not Maya. She's like, whose drawers are these? <laughs> I think she was actually bigger than me, though. So, listen. <laughs> yeah, so we know that, you know, look, two can play that game, said, make sure that they are. Too little or too big to be theirs. Exactly. I wanted her to know for sure. Yes. Right. And these not just my not panties, sure. bra and panties. I live like, these are cute. Let me get my tiny ass in it. Yes. Charming. <laughs> <laughs> I know for a fact you have oh. a few stories. I was sitting here trying to figure out which one. <laughs> which one would be the least incriminating at this point. But I remember when this was when Sierra, my excuse me, my child, one of my kids, my oldest daughter was very small, like in a carrier small. And I remember he took me and the baby to his quote unquote house. Not real. Well, I think I knew at the time that it was, um, he lived with his girl. So I walk into the car after we did what we did in the room. Oh, you you, you got a whole like three day notice on your door. So I took it. 
and put it, oh and put it in the baby bag. And so I don't even know if it was the same day, but I'm pretty sure it was probably the same day. And I think I called her and I was like, ain't no way in the hell I'll be laying up with a nigga and he can't even pay my motherfucking rent. Little do I know, fast forward, like 15 years. <laughs> but <laughs> now I see how you're saying that. Bitch, ain't it? Uh-huh. Right. Karma is a whole bitch. Dusty, dirty bitch. But yeah. And she was like, wait, huh? Well, you know, like, wait. And she was like, how bitch, because I was there. Like, what the fuck do you mean? You know, like your old hey, ass, because she was older. Hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. You knew the girl too? I don't know this bitch. I don't know her. Because you have to remember, I was like 19. And he's oh, yeah. like 29. And she was like 36. <laughs> you, yeah. like, you were older yeah. than him. And he was 10 years older than me. And um, But it was yeah, also a- another time where was- when I was pregnant, homeboy told me to come over there. I come over there. I get my ass over there. Black Friday. Go to your house. You would not let me in because it was a girl there. I didn't know that. So I'm I'm literally with my friend while she's at work at Walmart. And I'm sitting in the car, like hours on Black Friday, pregnant. Okay, so then you pull up with this really dark skinned ass girl who had a yellow dress. Hey, I was hey, devastated. Hey, hey, hey. I was you sound like a colorist. Yes, yeah. we don't want you I to remember. Be a no, 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 no. Really dark skinned ass girl. <laughs> but no, no, no. A melanated queen. Really bright ass yellow. And I was like, damn, bitch. Dark I'm, girls okay. can wear colors, Shari. Absolutely, because I wear them all. I am not. Don't do that. Know, the lightest. Anyway, I'd so, hate for them to come for you. So, fuck them. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, I go back to his house later, like, maybe two, three days later. So, of course, he denies everything. It's fine. So, he goes to sleep. I took, like, because he used to get drunk. I took, like, all the money that he would have everywhere that I knew it was, like, places there. And I remember taking his checkbook. And then I went to when Dixie and I wrote a lot of money on some checks on his account. You didn't want to feed me. You went to sleep. Ma'am. I, I thought know. Were, I was like, that was going to was petty, though. No, that was against uh, the law. Yeah, that was the longer. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, he was a manager at Win Dixie, so I will So let's stop and this story it. because I don't want to Because if it come down between me and you, friend, you're going down. I can't do no time. Okay, so we don't move on. Lance, Celeste, you got another one, or oh, that's it? Oh, that's it. We can move on. <laughs> we can move on. We're gonna move on from that. Kiddo took up all the damn time. She better have all us incriminate. Like, excuse me, so were you present for her admitting to? I don't know, chocolate. I don't even know. I don't know, chocolate. I'm high. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. I think I know a manager at Walmart, though. Did you say (laughs) that? Uh uh-uh, uh, see, uh uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we exchanging names after the after after the. I show. like freedom. I don't know, sir. I don't know, sir. Sir, they didn't give any names. I I don't know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, we're not having ties to a situation. Now you to see things clearly. That's not the story. We call that love versus logic. Mm. So let's get into ageism. 
It's become. <laughs> I, it's, it's become like a battle of ages, where is now because now we have Gen Z who has entered into the world. Which young millennials getting old, honey. <laughs> I mean, the fact that when you think about it, the adults now were born in the nineties. <laughs> that part. Like people who was born in ninety-five and ninety-six are like twenty-five now. Hell, people born in two thousand are twenty-one now. Correct. Shout out to oh look, shout out to your godchildren. Shout out to your godchildren. Birthday like, is you know, Sunday. <laughs> I might like think about it. Look who are the adults now. I'm nervous. So let's very. <laughs> I'm very nervous. So let's very like so ageism is like a big part of like us. Like I say, the Gen Z they love to say millennials are old. Definitely like to say baby boomers are old. <laughs> they no 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 because they are. <laughs> the boomers are old. Old is just uh, a feeling to me. To me, it's no, old. no, no. It's a fact. <laughs> I think fact. you just get better with time. That's how I'm you can get wisdom. <laughs> with time. Mm-hmm. But do you it's feel difficult. like? Do you feel sometimes disconnected from people younger than you, like Absolutely. the Gen Z crowd? Absolutely, I think. I think there's a disconnect because to some degree, we're not quite like the baby boomers when it comes to our approach to life and how we handle situations. But we don't necessarily have this sense of entitlement versus Gen Z or whosoever. There's a sense of entitlement. Like, oh no, I should be able to do this or you should... I'm entitled to receive this and you Mm -hmm. can't tell me no. And, you know, why do I have to go through and do all of this? You know, it's like you should just get without working towards Mm -hmm. or putting any effort into something. It should just be given to you. And I think that's the biggest difference. And it trickles down into all different aspects of life, from dating to work ethic to, um, you know, and it's not all negative. And, I'm, and, I'm, and I want to make sure I say it's not all negative because they're mm-hmm. also the biggest generation on entrepreneurship as well. Yes. You know, so they don't believe that they have to work. So it's it's just different. It, so I feel kind of disconnected that, you know, you feel like, oh, so you don't have to get up and go to work every day. Oh, so it's just going to happen. Oh. No, I, I definitely agree with that. I feel like Gen Z because and I think it all started with, you know, I mean, like, you know, you remember, like, when we were all in probably elementary school or whatever, you know, you had winners and losers, you know, mm-hmm. you know, if you were. You didn't get participation <laughs> awards. Like you, know. Honey, if you, lost, you just lost. Right. Now, everybody gets a trophy. Right. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's not life. That's not life. That's Everyone not gets. Life. But that's and that's where that entitlement has, is, is now. Yeah, it, right. Them feeling like, OK. I'm not supposed to lose. I'm not supposed to be at the bottom of the totem pole. I don't come in the work world at the bottom of the totem pole. I need to come in even with all of y'all because we all need to be on even playing. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, because I am better than you. I'm sorry. I just am. It is what it is. <laughs> and you they, know, like I had to work to get to where I am. Now, if you come in the door with the same skills, that's different. But you don't walk out of one thing into something else. And like, 
okay, here we go. So, and I'll use employment first, and then I'll kind of switch and show it in, and show it in dating. So when it comes to employment, you walk out of high school, you say, oh, well, I'm not, I mean, I'm applying for jobs for like $60,000 a year. Granted, $60,000 a year is not a whole bunch of money, but it's a lot of money for a new graduate from high school. Right. I don't care what you do. That's a lot of money for a new graduate. Um, Correct. And for you to feel like, okay, well, that's how much I should pay because, you know, I can do this job, but how do you prove that you can do the job? Like, you just feel like, I don't want to do that. I want to do this. But you don't want to go to school. You don't want to do this. Because technically, if your parents didn't push you into doing certain things, you wouldn't have done what you did. Nope. Like, name name a Gen Z child that wanted to do dual enrollment. Mm-hmm. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> right. She made... Yeah. Well, well, yeah, you know, you got She nerves. was the exception to the rule. Right. She was yeah, the exception got, to the rule. She's yeah. the exception to the yeah. rule. Yeah. You know, but there are some, that, but but my thing is there are there are kids that are really smart, but they just don't think about that. Like, they don't think yeah. beyond what's next now. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I um, the one thing I do want to say, I think as far as like the whole working world goes, I think millennials have started with a lot of the changes too. I would say probably later millennials who have said, you know, okay, let's mm-hmm. do away with the 40 hour work week. You know, why are we spending most of our time at work and not with him home and family? Pick me, pick me. <laughs> come on, pick come me. on, pick come me. on. Pick come me. on. Because, because I witnessed the conversation. It was like, why are we working 40 hours a week? I'm sorry, because when you don't work 40 hours a week, then when are the business hours? Hence why my damn Popeyes is closing at six o'clock on Thursdays. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because think, think about it. I mean, it's a trickle down effect because now, you know, and I saw I saw a meme that said, you know, for all the people that said that people working in fast food, if you're upset with the pay, you should do something better with your life. Now they have, and now we feel in the burn of there's not enough workers to do the other jobs that were filled at some point. So what is so and so I I would argue with Gen Z and if you you know Kay Marie or Charmy y'all want to jump in here, this is where I, I you know I kind of get what Gen Z says because like you said, they they are leaving fast food. So does mm-hmm. that mean that as fast food companies that now you have to pay more? Now here in Texas, what was happening is like eight some some 18-year-olds, some fast food companies were offering them for management positions fifty thousand dollars mm-hmm. a year because guess what? no adults want to do it. So we need to get y'all. So I think that's what Gen Z is saying. It's like, okay, we're not going to sit here and take y'all shit until y'all pay us more. Now we'll, you know, we'll go into that. And that's what they're demanding. And I think millennials kind of set that tone. And I think as millennials are entering into the management world and stuff, and boomers are kind of being pushed out of those Mm -hmm. corporate CEO levels, millennials Mm -hmm. are making different decisions for companies instead of going the whole traditional route. Because now, but, and, and here's the other thing, now, there's a, it's a different experience because Gen Z and millennials came up during the boom of technology. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So the ability to grasp things and automate things and, and, and infuse technology, because what I feel will happen 
in the very near future is, is that for jobs that were low paying jobs, mm-hmm. they're going to figure out a way technology wise to complete those tasks. So they don't have to pay because right. if we raise minimum wage to $17 an hour, the ideal mom and pop company can't afford that. Right. So now they're going to be hiring consultants who are ran by who? Millennials and Gen Z to come in and solve their problem with technology. And which, you know, like um, I went to a McDonald's overseas to where everything was technology. You order, you got your yeah. order. It was like, what do we need workers for? <laughs> <laughs> Like, you can order from this machine. The thing will bring your food, have your food out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you just pay a runner. You don't need to pay nobody to take so I do. I do agree you with you. You need to pay to cook certain foods. Not everything. Some stuff you can put on a robot or automate or a timer. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. Switching gears. The way millennials date versus Gen Z is very interesting. Oh my God, yes. Okay, come on. Okay, Marie, what you what? T- I just, you know, <laughs> I, I am a parent of um, a Gen Z darter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> These children, and I call them children because they're just so simple-minded to me. Like they're yeah. they're immature when it comes to like traditional dating norms. We would go out and meet someone and exchange phone numbers, have a telephone mm-hmm. conversation. These Gen Zers and, you know, they believe you just text. They probably have never even heard the voice of the person that they're interested in. And that's normal to them. Mm-hmm. Like you ain't talked to them on the phone. You don't know. All you know is what their Instagram or Snapchat is showing you and what they're texting right. you. You know what? nothing about the person. It's a weird thing to me. But you know what else that comes from? They don't have social skills. Any, they don't have the same level of social skills anymore. Because when we were growing up, we went outside, we played until the streetlights came on. You know, back then we used to remember, we memorized phone numbers and we were forced to kind of interact in person versus, right. you know, through electronics and social media and the World Wide Web and everything like that. So their social skills are a little lack lacking for me. Yes. And it's more about appearances versus substance. Right. You know, so, it's like with Tinder, all you have to do is swipe right. You know, hey, I like you. I like you. Let's go hang out. That's all they got to do. They ain't got to have a deep conversation if they don't want to. Hey, let's go out. But it makes everything they do seem surface. Because right. they don't have to put forth any effort in getting to know anything beyond that. It is just. It is. No, I think it is surface. This is very, I think they are becoming a generation of just surface level of where it's like, okay, if you're not on social media, you're not, you don't, what is, what is your, the first thing you probably want to exchange now is what's your Instagram handle? Yeah. What's your Facebook? <laughs> Because I could just block you 
off my social media and you ain't got my phone number. Mm-hmm. Yes, but when you're parenting these Gen Z individuals and they on Snapchat, <laughs> you have no knowledge of what's going on. <laughs> but it's, so funny that, it's so funny that we're talking about this now because I recall like last week or whatever, we saw a cute little young couple out and everything and they were sitting at the table and it was obvious they were on a date. And they weren't talking. They were all on their phones. So it's like, so what was the date? To finally right. see each other? Because y'all were on their... They had they to take may, selfies. That's they it. may have... They took selfies. They took pictures of their food. And, and other than that, food. they were on their phone the entire time. Yep. And I was like, they've said maybe six sentences to each other the whole time they've been sitting there. And that's, and that's normal to them. I, for my daughter's birthday last year, no, this year, earlier this year, her and a couple of her girlfriends, I rented a stretch limousine. We were in the middle of COVID. So I'm like, what can I do to celebrate her birthday, but not be around a lot of people? Right. So I got a stretch limo, got her girlfriends together. We went at the time we lived in Vegas. So we kind of just rolled through the strip, took pictures at all of the um, murals throughout the city. For the first 30 minutes while they're in the limo, everybody had their head down looking at their phone. I was like, hey, listen, (laughs) I did not get this limo for y'all to be on social media. You guys are not communicating and you guys are friends. Not on my watch. I made them put them, I was like, put them phones away. And it's funny because at the end of uh, the birthday get together, everybody was like, oh, I had so much fun because they were engaging with one another. They don't know what that's like. Right. But I had to force them. So it's. So so what what is the Gen Z um, time? uh, It's 97 to I think present right now. No, it's 97 to 2012. Oh, 97 to 25. Okay. Yeah. So has anybody dated someone born from 97? Let me do the math. Because I hope <laughs> no, no. I'm no sooner than that. But 97, well, they will still be 21. They were, 97, they're 24, right? Yeah, I'm saying they will still be over 21. Yeah, they're over 21, they're 24, child. Mm-hmm. I'm a pass. It's a hard no for me. It's a no for me. I'm too so damn old. No it ain't gonna be, I, I can't say it's a no for me. Honey, but you know. Of course not. Of course you can't. <laughs> no, you said date it, right? D- now, well, date like, it. Or, or, anything. or hook up. Or hook up. Hook, hook up, date, anything. You know, they slid in your tussie cat or something. You know. <laughs> Everybody have a different definition of things these days. So is dating the same as? You dated, you played with, you entertained, you conversated okay. with. Oh, well, I said conversated because I was thinking about somebody. Not conversated. You conversated with them because they just so ratchet when they say it. Um, I had to tell them all the time. It's converse. No, it's conversate. They added no, conversate to the dictionary now. So it is conversate. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't sound intelligent. It just <laughs> It's still enough for me. I have not. Yeah, they added it last year. Um, I exchanged conversations with somebody that was born in 97, 96, 97. And it was very, I was like, where your mama? 
I mean, because, you know, they were hot. And I think that's what caught my attention. Because it's like, you know, okay, PYT. Um, but it was just, it was just not enough, enough depth for me. Right. Like outside of sex, outside of fucking what else would we be able to do? Nothing. And I don't, you're right. It's like, you don't have anything. Like, what did we discuss? Like, you're going to be discussing, you know, um, Young Thug, TikTok. what's going on or whatever. TikTok. Yeah. And let me tell you, I, I, I don't want to get myself in too much trouble. Too late. Because I, I did talk to some. Let me tell y'all. So I talked, I, I talked. Now they were like, they were 2021, 20, something like that. And I recall. You recall? I called the police. You recall? Uh, I was police. just like, this person was like, um, I remember. I told them, I, yeah, because I told them when I graduated high school. They was like, oh, yeah, my dad graduated the same year. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I, I remember. I remember, <laughs> I remember I the conversation. Remember <laughs> I remember that. And I was like, you're going to mm-hmm. You're going to jail. What? Let me go ahead. And, yeah, let's cut this yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, you're going to jail. I remember that. I was like, no, friend. Mm-mm. I don't want to see your name. I don't want to see you in the shame, shame, shame column. Right. right. Oh, uh-uh. But I will say, I think when dating, I think, do you think that Gen Z, because I see, you know, a lot on Twitter now, you know, older, especially older guys dating younger girls has become mm-hmm. like called out now. So especially since R. Kelly and all that stuff is really been called out. A lot of attention has been drawn to it. It's not and fair. Like for us though, but for us though, growing up, I thought that shit was normal because all the girls was dating. All the girls was dating. That's right. Because they well, were I considered something and it said, But it was like, at what age did you start dating your first drug dealer? And I was like 16 or 17. Right. And they I have never. You <laughs> was raised right, K. Marie. You was raised right. You <laughs> <laughs> was raised right. Hey, listen, I was raised he right is. too. I did wrong on my own, baby. <laughs> But how do you know it's a drug dealer? Like, do they tell you that that's their... Where was they getting money from? But I think, like, back in high school, you knew who the drug dealer was. I mean, you just knew. They came up to school. They came up to the school and hung out. We knew who the drug dealer was. Okay. I didn't go to that type of high school. You got to remember what school they went to. Right. You got to remember what type of school they went to. They were were rolling up to school after school in their dope boy cars and everything, hanging out. It was... It was just like Drake. What a time to be alive because yeah. it was an amazing time period. Yeah, I, and I will not lie. I had a whole lot of fun. But, but uh, now, cool. absolutely not. Yeah, I think it's so interesting that Gen Z is really taking this stance on that. And like, even, you know, you'll see a 19 year old girl dating a 45 year old man and they're calling that shit out. Even though the 19 year old's grown, they like, uh uh-uh. uh. What the fuck do you need with a 19? Well, and I I think it's because of optics. I think now because of everything that's happened and, you know, this whole Me Too movement, this whole, you know, they did it to me or whatever, whatever. I think now it's about the optics because back then, like we said, it wasn't viewed as a problem because even if you were 16, 17 in high school, and the person you was dating was out of school, rather voluntarily or involuntarily. Um, parents kind of accepted it to a degree. Yeah. Like, I think if as long as you weren't like 23, 24, 25, 29, somewhere up in there, 
they would just kind of allow it. But if I, you know, because they're like, oh, they're assuming that it. you told them. And right. that was other. That was the other thing. It it was assuming that you told them, but again, it was the optics, and, and there wasn't anything around to oversaturate and overexpose how much it happens. Hey, but you know what? Mm-hmm. I was you know I was one of my favorite shows as a teen was Saved by the Bell, and mm-hmm. I was watching the episode to where you know Kelly and Zach broke up because Kelly was a junior in high school and she was dating that college senior. And I'm like, that was a high school show, but we thought it was just normal for her to be dating. I say, if that show would have aired today, people would have been protesting all out in the street. What is the right. scene? <laughs> right. Cancel culture you know? would have got that show. Right. <laughs> we would have not, we didn't think any, I thought, I didn't think anything of that. I was like, oh, Kelly's dating that hot college guy. I do you want- I, I do you one better because you know since I've been on I was on the sofa with my gumbo on my road this weekend. You know I, I sent y'all where uh, Parenthood mm-hmm. is on whatever. Mm-hmm. So remember Daria dated Shaquem. He was out of school. Yeah, yeah, but it was so. Is that is that the show with Robert Townsend? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, but she, she was in she, high school though, right? She was. And I think there was even the episode of like Moesha when she was going, mm-hmm. she went on that date with the teacher. And Correct. Frank them let her, and we know Frank Mitchell was, but I think that was her senior year. And Dee was like, you know, let her be her explore. <laughs> I'm like, wow, she's in high school. Because remember, just because you're a senior, that don't mean you're 18, you could be 17. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll say this, because back then, back then, a lot of um, girls would lie about our age. I know in my day, that was the thing. Yes. Yes. You add two, three years to to your age and baby. But (laughs) but if you wear Melissa's, I don't care how many years you added to it. If you wear Melissa's and jellies and fan ponytails, you are not. You are not. But if you are in high school and you're 17 and you're adding a couple of years, now you're dating someone who is not in school. But they didn't care. But they didn't care then either. Because back then, those girls were also dating faculty. I never had. uh Oh, girl, we had a lot of that. We had a lot of that. A lot of that. A lot of girls dating faculty. Dudes, too. Again, I didn't go to that. (laughs) Okay, I want to get on this, though, uh, with ageism. Respecting your elders. (laughs) It's a lost art, and I feel like more people should do it. Some of the things that we see now is absolutely disgusting. Is certain things that I wouldn't dare say at 42. I would never say in front of my mom or someone that's older. And these kids are just I still don't curse. out and loud. I still don't. I still don't curse. And I mom. could, no, mm-hmm. not at all. They don't have a problem with it. And my mom, I feel like my- people my age, when their kids curse, like my kids won't even say nigga in front of me. And I'm like, that's not even a cuss word, but they won't do it. And I know they say it. <laughs> I, that word. So, you know. K-Marie, what, what, you have something you want to put in? I agree with Charmy. I'm a traditionalist. You know, you respect your elders. Um, 
or you would get your teeth knocked out your mouth. And growing up like that, it just, I learned, right. you just don't say certain things in certain company. You just don't. I agree. And Prime example. I'm of a certain age now. I'm 37, about to be 38. And there are still people that I work with to this day that based on how I view them, they are still miss and mister. Absolutely. Yes. And we're grown. We're co-workers. You know what I mean? And I still serve people. And it's interesting how my mind switch depending on who I'm talking to. Like I'll call mm-hmm. this person by their first name, but I say, Miss Rose, Mr. Daniel, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just something that's innate in me. Right. And I don't well, think, and, and, and maybe, and also, I think also to a certain degree, it's based on us being in the South. Yes. It's so because yeah. we say it's sir and Mr. and ma'am and all that kind of stuff. And what I've noticed, a lot of people in other areas don't really do that because they're like, oh, don't call me no mister. Don't call me no ma'am. I, I can't right. help it. Programmed to be like that to some degree. Yeah, because my God my kids mister. And I just be like, feel. I'm like, mister? But you have to remember how day, you, they've known you. And they All still they know, say, I'm like, I'm trying to go to the college Mr. party Lamb. with <laughs> He's trying to go get him a Gen Z. Listen, even down to when I text and said, hey, um, Mr. Medulla, I'm going to give y'all, they were like, who, Mr. Medulla? Yep, is in Vegas. Okay. It's like, just, they just, and my daughter's 23. And she's been knowing y'all for, Jesus, what? 15 years? 15, 12 years? Right. Still, it's just like that is just disrespectful to even assume you know, I didn't, that you can call up, a grown person by their name. Growing up, I didn't even call my elder cousins by their first name. Like you could have been my cousin, you were still auntie, whoever, because right. you were so much older. older. Right. Yeah. And I think I want to, but I do want to add this um, caveat to this whole conversation. Respecting elders does not mean your elders get to disrespect you. Oh, um, I will get I will hand it to I will <laughs> hand it to an old lady or an old man in a heartbeat. Okay. But I don't care like how old you are. You're not a good eye. <laughs> you're not gonna be oh, disrespected. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. <laughs> so does your I literally so if you're going off on an old lady. Yep. Oh, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I'm you. sorry, I was like about my child, I will disrespect the hell out of a grown person, an older person. Because I did it twice. But under normal circumstances, if you're being respectful, I will never do anything, you know, regardless. But as soon as that disrespect line is crossed, it's over. So Lance 2.0, if you're being disrespected by an elder, does your disrespect in return have limits or how do you? Uh-uh, because, and you know, I think we talked, Patty, we talked about this on that Maya Angelou video a few years ago. As you know. She checked the girl, because the girl um, said, um, what did she say? I think she said Maya. She called, she her, called, Maya. She called her Maya. And mm-hmm. Maya Angelou said, wait a minute, baby. It's this. <laughs> now, see me? <laughs> Bitch, you lucky I'm up here asking you this question. <laughs> right. She said, she said um, you don't get to call me Maya. Oh, my bitch, I, I, well, bitch, how does bitch sound to you? <laughs> but that's wrong. Because that And you looks, can't get mad at someone correcting you 
because you know, that's the truth. That's my word of choice. Um, I feel here's the thing. I think when it comes to being disrespected, you can't piss somebody off and tell them how mad to get. You know, I always say that. Ah. I, I I always say that. You can't you can't piss me off and then tell me how mad I can get. If you're going to disrespect me, then you open yourself up for whatever my response to that disrespect is. Now, depending on how I'm feeling that day, that minute, in that moment, how bad you get it. And I honestly also feel like to some degree, you got you got you, you got to be honest. As people get older, they feel they have earned the right to be disrespectful and not be checked. And I'm here to remind them. No, you're not, because respect is due to everybody. And if you get out of line, sus, you can get it too, bruh. You can get it too. And it's not even a respect of of power of authority. Pastor, you can get it too. Right. I I think for me, if I'm disrespected by an elder, I still uh, veer on the side of caution, because that's what I would want someone to do with my mom. Although, yeah, she would not disrespect anyone. Mm-hmm. I just try to treat those situations with with kindness, mm-hmm. just because. I, mm-hmm. Now, you know, if you're a peer or my age or my age group, then you you kind of get the brunt of all the added frustration that I wanted <laughs> to give them old people. <laughs> but I can't do it. I just can't like usually I, I I'm disrespectful maybe in my mannerism like I might smile or like roll my eyes and be like child you know mm-hmm. something like, but I'm not going to verbally disrespect, disrespect. yeah, yeah. And, now, and now again when I say that you know you can get it there's still I just depends like you know I may not go from zero to ten I may go from zero to five right to let you know hey that was disrespectful as fuck a warning because I feel like you could there's a way you can talk to like even with that Maya Angelou video that happened I feel like she could have let the girl answer a question and said you know first I just want to let you know you know when you're talking to me you know you address me as Maya you know you always well you just and that could have been you know and it could have been, been and then I could have a moment right that could have been a teachable moment but you're on the way you came at me I didn't learn shit from this because I don't <laughs> shut down I don't shut down. <laughs> like this camera and this bitch just told me, and that's in my mind. I would say, I said, this bitch just tried to correct me and told me that in, in front of everybody. <laughs> right. But see, here's right. the thing you were trying, you were being, as people say, grown and being whatever in front of everybody by disrespecting an older person. Because we know at our age ranges that when it's somebody of age or of stature, you have to put a handle on that. You just have to. You know, there's no way I'm going to walk up to the mother of the church and be like, hey, Mary, absolutely not. Yeah, it's Miss like, Mary. That's disrespectful. So therefore, what makes it any different? So I personally so again, agree with Maya Angelou. But again, it, it comes down to how a person, where they were raised. Because again, if she's from out west or up north somewhere... Mm-hmm where she feels like I'm being respectful by calling you your name in this professional environment, she may have not felt like she did anything wrong. I feel like that was a, that was an opportunity for Maya to say, beloved. I, love I mean, because that's how she thought. You know, that's mm-hmm. how she thought. 
you know, beloved, um, do you feel that it's um, okay to address or appropriate to address someone by their first name when there's a huge age gap? You know, that Obviously, been- she felt like it was okay. She did. Yeah. Right, but I'm saying, if you re- if you bring it up and present it in a different way, that, like I said, it could be a teachable moment versus it coming across as she checked her. Because here's another mm-hmm. thing old people do that be disrespectful AF. Oh, look at you just gaining so much weight. You're just mm-hmm. so fat. Yes. And, and But I'd be wrong if I say, oh, look at you. Your mustache about as thick as mine, Miss Mary. Oh. <laughs> or if I say, you got a couple of extra wrinkles today, honey. Well, <laughs> you have to go ahead and get all them teeth removed since you got one point in this right there direction and one in You know what I mean? Oh, when is you going to go and, ahead and, and, and you know, Every holiday you come and bring somebody new. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you was going to marry Mr. George, but he's still married to his wife. And Penny, you, Penny, something you did say is that there's also cultural differences because I don't think up north people view Mrs. and Ma'am and Sir and all that as they don't in the South. They, they don't. don't. They don't. They, they don't. don't. They're like. But what? one of our friends said that. Yeah. She said that she was not raised that way. Yeah. And I was like, "Er, because I said I just thought she was being a bitch. That's and, why I was asking you, did you go to Pine Castle? Ooh. And I'll tell you, like, and I'll tell you another thing that. A lot of people now, you know, you know, the woke people always say Miss and Ma'am was something that Black people were taught because that's what we had to call our slave masters. And we had to, that's Sorry. where the whole term came from, of us saying disrespecting our, respecting our elders and all that. And stuff. again, and we those are it. probably the same people who probably say grand rising. Let's oh. not. But I mean, oh, but I don't believe true to it. Well, I am from the West Coast and growing up, I never said sir and ma'am. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, California, Compton, Watts, Inglewood. We wasn't saying sir and ma'am. Because now, again, respect. There are different types of regional res- levels of respect. You're going to say Mr. and Mrs., but sir and ma'am mm-hmm. is actually, I've been told by people on the West Coast, that they're felt disrespected by being called certain men. Wow, really? Yeah. That's yes. why I say it's 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 wow. based it's, on, it's based out of slavery. If you think slavery was big in the South, and we in the South, so that's what, that's what comes natural to us. Because when I'm in Chicago, they be like, "Please stop, please, please stop saying, ma'am." Mm-hmm. But I think it's disrespectful, though. So when I did move to Florida, oh, I learned very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. Because now I'm viewed as disrespectful if I don't do that. So kind of like when in Rome. Do it yeah, I'll, it would be disrespectful for me to come here and think everyone should change to accommodate where I'm from versus mm-hmm. me respecting what, you know, the law of the land is. Yeah. Well, but I mean, you know, the thing about it is that I don't want to beat up on the Gen Z. It's just different. I think they are the way I look at it is that Gen Z is the evolution of Gen Y, you know, and in the millennials and stuff like that. And some stuff they got better than we did. And some stuff it's just, oh, uh-huh, it's getting worse. It's just getting worse. So, I mean, it's just a natural progression. Because just imagine after them. I can't. It's going to be. Fuck you, won't. Whoa. <laughs> 
<laughs> who the fuck are y'all? Tell you what I don't want. They probably, look, they probably <laughs> because want guess to what? To you. Because guess what? We don't need that age to where <laughs> these young people gonna be telling us, <laughs> look, who the fuck y'all think y'all? <laughs> Yeah, so we, look, I'm, I'm telling you, ain't 1992 I, no more. Whoa! When I get huh? 60, when I get 60, I wish somebody would. Cause 60 ain't the same 60 as it's always been. It ain't. <laughs> 40 and because when people turn 69, they can be talking about they still got Megan knees, right? Bionic. You'd have had knee replacement surgery. They should be making knees. Right. I love it. So we had a second topic, but you know, we are running out of time. I think we should move the second topic to next week. Mm-hmm. Two, and just to give y'all a heads up, it's going to be more, you know, secrecy and being an oversharer, but we'll, we're going to bring it to next week. So now it's time for We Love the Shade, people. <sighs> this isn't really shade. This is actually very sad. It is. Is very, very sad and tragic. Um, over the weekend, Travis Scott had his Astro World Festival in Houston. And on Saturday, it was correct. Um, there, I don't know, they said there was an ambulance coming through, then people just started rushing to the front of the stage and crushing people, and people trying to get them to stop the show. And I think eight people ended up dead or 10. Mm-hmm. Um, they still counting numbers. Yeah, I saw like the pictures, like these were young people, like. 14, 16, 20. Right. They were like the, I think the oldest person was like 23. Wow. Um, I don't think anybody expects to go to a concert and come back just to die at a concert. I'm sorry, wait. You say you don't think anybody goes to a concert and expects to come back dead? You I mean, know what he meant. Yes, I meant die, you know, to die. You know, we don't expect to go to a concert and lose our life at the end of the day. Right. No. But we don't. I want to say this, Travis Scott concerts are definitely, he definitely has that rock star. He always creates a mosh pit. He and does. What's going on? He creates that mosh pit. Um, and everybody just, you know, mosh pit, you just pushing, you know, throwing people on the ground. You just, all that's going on in the mosh pit. This, that's something that's been big in rock and roll culture. And mm-hmm. now, you know, Travis Scott's trying to bring it, but it was a lot of others there at that concert too. Um over the weekend, he did issue an apology. You know, lawsuits have started flying out the yes. world. And he did say he's going to, ref- everyone's going to get a refund. You know, of course, that's not enough. These people are in pain. Yeah. This is. And he's paying for their funerals. Yeah, he's going to cover oh, yes, his and costs. But um, yeah, they issued lawsuits against the festival, Travis Scott and Drake. I don't know how Drake got lawsuits. <laughs> Oh, I don't. But they have issued lawsuits to everybody. And this is, I think this is going to really scrutinize festivals now. Because now a lot of people, a lot of artists don't tour like that. They do festivals. You know, festivals have become a big part of this culture. And I know I've been to a couple of festivals and you know they are like usually always thousands and thousands of people. Yes. And I, me personally, when I go to places like that, I'm always looking for the nearest exit. Yeah. Um. The thing about festivals for me is that it's just, it's not, it's not even organized chaos. You know what I mean? Like, so festivals to me are, um, 
they kind of like kind of cause anxiety. Like I would love to go to the um, what's the one that's up north? Beyonce did it a couple times. Uh, Made um, in America. Yeah, the Made in America. I would love to go to the Made in America. I would love to go to Coachella, but it's just it's just too much unorganized chaos. At least with a concert, it's kind of like organized chaos, right? Like you know, everybody has assigned seats. You know, it's it it's it's a little more organized. The but when you get into like those festivals, it's like you know, I think about the whole insecure thing. Remember when Kelly got mad and got put out mm-hmm. because I move, bitch, you standing in my spot, girl. No, I'm mm-hmm. not. You move. You know, it's just all of that can just happen to me versus you being okay. I paid for this seat. Excuse me, you in my seat? Oh, I'm sorry. Let me move. Yeah, it's security is there. It's just it's, it's it just feels different and I think it's just now going to have to be more organized like you can't just show up yeah it's not coming the other day and I think the thing but I think even think that because um earlier in the day at that festival a bunch of people broke the gates down and rushed in they broke the gates down and they started just rushing into the festival like bypassing security and everything I don't even know if I ever had tickets. So they were treating like it was the capital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cannot. The capital. Capital. But I think mm-hmm. it's just it's really sad. You know, you pray for it is. and their families. And um it's just really sad. And but the thing about it is like a lot of people were saying how, oh well, I just can't believe that you know people are trampling each other over Travis Scott and I'm like, but wait a minute, let's 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 Again, we are in an age where social media and the meat and the news outlets can't control what information is released, right? Because now everybody who got a phone can put something out and it's spread like wildfire. Let's not act like at Michael Jackson and Prince concerts so that people weren't just falling out and people wouldn't rush them. Mm-hmm. Let's not act like when they're trying to drive down the street. People aren't rocking the car mm-hmm. that the artist is in. So you can't tell me that that type of stuff never happened before. It's just that now it's easy for that information to be released because we don't rely on the news channels to, to feed us what we need to know. And one, uh, one question I got, do you think it's the artist's responsibility while they're up there performing to pay attention to everything that's going on? No. 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 No, because no, that's what a lot of people are saying, that why was Travis Scott still performing and why was he not paying attention to what was going on, what was happening? Because him and Kylie When said, you have no, lights like that, how you can you even see. see a lot of things that are going right. on? And when you have these like, lights in your face and things like that. Everybody look like ants anyway. And here's the thing. Just because something goes wrong in a performance does not mean you stop the show. Beyonce, and I, she finally get into the conversation, this woman has fell down the steps. And kept going. We've been to concerts and people were fighting. Mm -hmm. She's not gonna stop, you know. Rihanna not gonna stop the concert because some people is fighting over there. Oh, hold up, because um, somebody did bring up a video of where Rihanna did stop a concert because somebody was fighting at her concert. And she said, and I saw the video, she was just like, hold up, stop the music. Whatever y'all got going on back there, cut it out now. (laughs) Cut it out. And Beyonce actually stopped the concert. but she was in an enclosed area where she could see where they <laughs> yeah. were versus a sea of people that looked like right. ants. Right. Right. 
You know what I mean? So I'm like, it's, it's just, just not the same. What I do feel means what they're going to do now is they're going to amp up security and make more uh, uh, controlled chaos versus uncontrolled chaos. That's why. But with people not work, not trying to work shit, they probably can't find enough security right now. You pay them enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, Everybody got a price. Again, you know, we say, you know, um, rest in peace to those who lost their lives and, you know, we send our condolences. Um, Summer Walker returned on Friday. Yeah. And it was a, yes, when I tell you, it was a toxic weekend. And I want to I listened to <laughs> Summer Breeze album. It is oh. so freaking good to me. It is just so, first of all, she, she talked a lot of shit. She talked a lot of shit. First of all, she called out. The girl on the first song, the first very first song, she's like, I was like, oh, I had to go look up who she talking about, <laughs> right? Because that was personal. That was personal. It, I was intrigued. I'm like, well, who she talking about? That was personal. I mean, she called London by his name on the app. Listen, come on, she called out his mama, his whole mama, <laughs> his whole mom. She made a song about his whole <laughs> mom. I know. I was just like. Oh, and the comments on London's Instagram, like everybody just flooded his Instagram. Was like, why did you do this girl like that? I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, and he, you know, he was hurt because you know he said fuck you, (laughs) 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 Summer. He did. He made a post. He said fuck you. Like, think about it. You drew all this attention. You drew all Mm -hmm. this attention to our situation and it's like that ain't cool and i think that one of the things like because she started out there having cardi b is narrating i think cardi b gave her the best advice yeah you don't address all put it in your your music music. if they're gonna try and get cloud off you get cloud off of them by putting it in your music and making money cloud off that check check run up a bag sis i love it yes i just love that she was toxic um you know, I, the Sierra's prayer thing was very toxic because I just don't. I, I, I just understand because, you know, like my cousin, she posted on, she was like, everybody uh, Ryan trying to pray Sierra's prayer. That prayer was specific for Sierra. Y'all better figure out your own prayer. Exactly. I do agree with that. But, you know, that's but toxic. I'm, I'm trying to understand. Don't be praying the Sierra prayer. You don't know the Lord's prayer. Mm-hmm. I don't care who pray you pray. If you don't know how to pray and that's your way to get through, pray, honey. Okay. Just pray or the, I agree. Just pray and get it. Listen, say the prayer you know. If you know Sierra's prayer, start there, but don't stay there. Okay. Stay but there. are you praying because for me? Because technically, they don't want the kind of man Sierra has. Most most chicks don't want the kind of man Sierra has. They, they should. Want. They want the baby daddy. They don't want. They don't. They they most want of the, the women who most of the women who say that they want Sierra's prayers don't. They want. want the kind of they they want. They want future, but they want future to right. act like Russell Wilson. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not even gonna respond to that because oh, what do you want? What do you want? OTP always say, "Oh, you just like toxic." No, no, you no, just want you, you want. just want him to act right. No, they don't. They <laughs> want, they want, look, no, um, they don't. And I've talked about this before, and I'm not just talking about K. Marie. I'm talking about people in general. They want. The edge and the flair, yes. but the moment somebody is substance without all of that, they born and they lame. Cause they are. They are. I agree. So that's my point. So when you but pray I'm gonna take for the, a little uh, piece of that though, I'm gonna take a little piece of that though. Thank you. <laughs> I in my old age, you know what I mean. I'm just saying because that is what happens. You know, you want. 
the edge. You want the bad boy, but you want him to treat you like he a good boy, but they ain't him. Sometimes what you want and what you what you what you desire and what you need don't come in the same wrapper. Well, I just not mean the artist. I meant like the wrapping paper. You know, it just don't. <laughs> it just don't. It don't come in the same. You know what I mean? You can't want a Russell Wilson, but you want him to be Method Man. Method Man found a shit though. Okay. <laughs> That's a hell of a prayer. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it ain't bad to be laid up against get laid up with Method Man. I'm okay with that. Method Man may be Russell Wilson now, but he might not have always been a Russell Wilson. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, do you want to be the person that go through the, the, the battles and the wars and the journey to get to your forever and your promise? Or do you want that from the beginning so you ain't got to worry about packing on all this makeup to cover up them bags from all them nights of worrying and sleepless nights. And people taking uh, uh, three-day notices off your door. Oh. Oh. Well, oh, you right about that. I just want to, like... Blame him. Don't blame me. <laughs> I had no business there. I just want to quote just <laughs> one of the lines, and it actually was Ari Lennox on the song on Unloyal on Summer's album, which is one of my favorites. And when Ari Lennox said, How is a grown man so childish? All up in Kevin Samuel's comments. <laughs> I was just like, Bitch. <laughs> Why? Why does he even have an opinion that people are listening to? I understand it. That men love him. Men love Kevin Samuels. Which is so stupid. So they realize the show. So he's definitely something. So comic books have made a change. They did. Come on, Patty. Let us know about these. Okay. (laughs) So DC Comics did a uh, did a new release, and Superman is coming out as bisexual, right? Oh. So a lot of people, and I mean a lot of people, did not take that very, very well. So much that the LAPD had to respond to a call because the artists, the people who drew the character, were getting death threats because of them drawing Superman as bisexual. Now, mind you, they didn't come up with the story. How yeah, do you draw a bisexual superhero? Oh, he was kissing another man. Oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> why does that they, warrant death threats? Can somebody explain that shit to me? This is, is back to what stuff. I said about y'all damn fans. weird to me. These are the same fans that was in Rachel Ray's <laughs> mm-hmm. DMs and on her Twitter trying to kill her because they thought she was the Rachel Roy mm-hmm. <laughs> Becky with the good hair. <laughs> this is the same people who wrote death threats on characters on sitcoms because they was rooting for their characters. Fans are literally people are stupid. And the thing about it is is that what what is funny to me is that this is an Elseworld type of story. This is a different universe. Anybody who knows anything about comics is that they take a character and they put them in a different universe and change certain characteristics about them to show what if, which is the same thing that Marvel does 
with the whole what if story uh, so, uh, series that was on um, Disney Plus. So I'm like, it's not, it's not a, it's not a new concept. It's all, it's happened before. That explains a lot because I was just like, why does Batman have so many versions of him? That's my, that's my point. Like it's, it's, it's different universe versions of uh-huh. Batman. Then you, then the mantle gets passed on from one person to another. And of course, I know that because I'm in the comics and and stuff like that from back in the day. So that's why my this was crazy. Now, I do understand some people's plight that why did they have to make Superman bisexual? Why couldn't they make another character and make them bisexual? Because Superman is such an iconic character, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why do you have to change somebody? But my argument was I kind of get why people would be upset, but I kind of don't because if someone took one of our beloved characters, somebody that we like, we might have feel some type of way too. I ain't going to death threat nobody. Mm-mm. But a, a, prime, a prime example of people, when something is good the way it is, don't touch it. When Issa, when it was assumed that Issa Rae was going to remake Set It Off, y'all love Issa Rae. Lisa Ray, not Lisa Ray, Issa Ray came under fire. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, I remember that. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, right, remember, yeah. Rightfully so. so. <laughs> so, so <laughs> when people love something, they don't want you to change it. They don't want you to taint it. So I get it. But death threats, though? Yeah, it's, I mean, people have extreme views. There's, that's what you call an extremist, you know, people. They really are. They believe, and you know, the people take that comic book shit seriously. They go dress up every, and go to Comic Con and all that stuff. They have a whole, a whole room dedicated to that kind of stuff. So they take that kind of stuff serious. And I guess my issue, I, I don't have an issue with it, but I just like, I don't need to know Superman's sexuality for me. I don't give a damn. Mm-mm. Man, Can you save us or not? <laughs> but, 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 but the thing about it is, but here's the thing: the argument is representation representation now you have children or gen z and you know people coming up reading comics and now they're giving them representation so to some degree and it's it's one of those things that i i I walk the line because i see both sides i don't have to choose but i understand both sides you know some people feel that they need representation in order to make them feel like it's okay or they're not alone or to help with Mm self-confidence And some people like, no representation. Right. I don't need representation or get them something else. Why do you have to take something from us to give to them to make Mm -hmm. them feel better? You get what I'm saying? So I get, I I see both sides. So is super, can I ask you, is Superman going to be dating Lois Lane and Lewis? No. Mm -hmm. So So it's actually the son of Clark Kent who also fell in love with a reporter, but this reporter is a male. Mm. So it's like history repeats itself, but it's a male that, male reporter that Superman I just want to know if he fine or not. That. I well, just you know, they're going to draw him. They're going to draw him. <laughs> oh, they're going to fine. You know, superheroes they draw, draw him all big and stuff. Muscular and all that stuff. Though. I don't care who he like. I just want to know what he <laughs> look like. Okay. Is so, he fine? Do we want to get into Jada and Will? So Will Smith's interview with Oprah was really good. It was really, really good. It's almost so good. I kind of want to read the book, but I can't read and I don't read. So 
get an audiobook. That's probably what I end up doing. Yeah, get an audiobook. No, read with your finger. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you I'm can do it. No. On it. We get mm-hmm. it. Uh-huh. No. I'm good. I'm good. Look, I can look. I can read aloud and play Cards Against Humanity. Okay. Ooh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's right, friend. That is right. So, what did Will say to Oprah? That was so um, good for you. So he was talking about how he's experienced, you know, heartache, you know, losing all his money, his family dynamic being disintegrated, and everything, and still just being able to refocus and get back on track and focus on the things that matter. He talked about the ups and downs in his career. He talked about um, his... Did he talk about Jaden emancipated at 15? Mm-hmm. He did say that in an interview, and I was like, wow. And he blamed himself for that. You know, with... Um, because of the movie. What was it? Uh, After Earth, Next What's Earth. Happened? Oh. No, no, no. It's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the one about the apocalyptic Mm-hmm. Um, planet or whatever. Basically, the whole movie about movie. dating, and then Will popped in and out every now and then. Oh. Well, the movie I think cost like a hundred and sixty million to make, and it only made fifty million. Mm-hmm. So it was a flop. A mm-hmm. no, nah, there's a word that has to be less than you know bigger than flop. <laughs> a disaster. I mean, I like know. you were in the hole a hundred and ten million. And he was saying how, you know, his son was like, I want to be emancipated. Like, I don't, I, I want to just be free. And he said that, that that was, he didn't say that in the Oprah interview, but I read it, that he talked about how he felt like his son lost a little bit of respect for him because up until that point, he had always done what his dad asked him. And the amount of um, attack that Jaden came under because of how bad the movie did. It just did something to him, you know, his mental health and, you know, his confidence and everything. So he was like, I just want to be free. I just want to live, do my own thing, make my own decision. Cause he was still a minor. He was 15. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So wait, so Jaden does a movie that flops and then he wants to be emancipated and is upset and disappointed at his dad for what? Because he, Will felt that um, it was because Jaden felt that he was led wrong because he did Mm. everything. See, this is what I'm talking about. Gen Z. Jaden is Gen Z. Uh As soon as you don't do what they want you to do or something don't happen, turn out their way. (laughs) But But at the same time, it was a, he took a lot of flack because he was the star of the movie. Okay, but he was a child. You can recover. We, we just talked about crazy ass fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, death threats to artists of a, of a comic book. And I think, right, that, but it's but not. Think, movies think, don't always flop because of the actor. Movies flop because of the writers. That's true, but I think that as a young at fifteen, you don't understand. But they also attack his acting too. Because you got to understand, he has to feel like, he probably has to feel like he has to live up to his dad's status. Mm-hmm. Hell, and his mom. His mom. Oh, and his mom. I mean, his daddy wasn't all that when he was 15. No. You know, parents just he, don't understand. Hell, he ain't become all Listen. that when he was in Independence Day. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. Okay. You're right. So his, but yeah, 
Okay, well, what about Jada though? Talking at this table. <laughs> so the thing about it is, for everybody to think that Jada is talking too much. I think the difference with it's interesting because Will wrote a tell-all memoir book, and Jada uh, strategically right. shares details about their life for um, topics at the table. The thing about it is, is that it's interesting because for all, for all these years, all we could do was speculate. Mm-hmm. So we technically never really know what goes on in their relationship, house, nor should we, and or anything. But because we love nitty gritty details, juicy mm-hmm. gossip, salacious stories, it's entertainment. Right. So they spoon feed us what they want us to know to get their numbers. Right. And that's just what it is. I mean, and they, they sleep are in the bed together every night and just be like, ching, ching. And if they don't mm-hmm. sleep in the bed together every night, they still hear that cash. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I think wow. like so. What? What? So what do you think is the reason for them now? Because like you said, we never knew this stuff. So what is it now? To stay relevant. All of the, all of this. Oh, I don't even think it's that. I think honestly, I think at this point, they're they've both gone through this journey. Mm-hmm. Of learning and everything, and I think now they feel like it's their. They want to share what they've learned. Um, well, I but, think if they're trying to just share. You don't have to be strategic. If they're just oh, trying I to, I agree. If you just want to share, just well, share. well listen, 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 listen. If they're you trying want, to stay I, relevant. I, they want them checks to keep coming if in. You How much did they owe? A hundred million. I, I can create. Look, if you want what I got and it's good to you, I can monetize it a little bit. What's wrong with monetizing? I think so. For me, I think what the biggest issue is is that now that you're sharing, the headlines are coming out wrong. Because I think what Jada was talking about, you know, her and what well, that's clear about the bedroom and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know, mm-hmm. and um, when she was talking to Gwyneth Paltrow, and people were like. Why would you say that about Will? Da, da, da. And I was like one of those people, like, why would you say that? But I hadn't even, I didn't watch the, the whole way. But did she say? And that's the issue. But that's the that's the issue. People take excerpts and they run with it. Because in Will's book, he says, when I met Jada, all I wanted to do was feed her and give her as much sex as I possibly could. Yeah. Or die trying. Mm. That's Oprah what I said, mean, Lord. Look, that well, that go that go K Marie's prayer. Um, <laughs> and Oprah said, "Well, you're still here." She he talking about, "I am." So looks like I, I I've been I, I I've been doing pretty good. Thus well, it don't look like she didn't gain any weight from the food, but he must have been dicking her down. Well, she got <laughs> it's out the deal. She got two turn two Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> I think what it is is that you know what she said basically said um K Marie is just basically that. You know, you expect for your partner to know your your body or your what you expect sexually after mm-hmm. twenty years of marriage, and that's just not the case. And so she was mm-hmm. feeling like I think kind of um, she had to hold herself accountable to say, you know, wait, people change every day. Why do you have this? Why do I have this expectation? Because you know, she's wondering like, you know, 
why isn't he doing certain things and then why is he, you know, right. like, we have changed. We evolved every day, even sexually. We evolved. So, so, yeah. so, so let me ask y'all this. In, 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 that mo- in that statement, that makes very good sense. When you first started having sex, I don't want to know what age, because I don't want to put it down. <laughs> 27. Um, <laughs> 30. <laughs> Silence. Silence. Face. I know who ain't saying shit. Oh, not a goddamn word. Mom's um, word, honey. What you what you enjoy then has evolved to what you enjoy now. Now, some things True. you may feel like, but some stuff that you might have liked then, you like, oh, that's so twelfth grade. I ain't doing that no more. You might have to do more than that. No. Right. Right. I like it all still. But the, the, and the thing was that she was saying Will was telling her. She's about I don't know what you need. You tell me what you need. You tell me what you want. And did she, she ever say that Will too. did she ever say that she had this issue with Will or was she just yes. speaking? No, she said she had this issue with Will. And she said that she's becoming more accountable to say, okay, tell me what you need, tell me what you want. And she said that's what she's trying to do because it's uncomfortable, but it's deeply healthy. I still think after 20 years of marriage, you still have to tell your partner what they do to Because your sexual needs change every month. You know, we evolve as humans. That's what we do. So what I like, I don't like it for Prime example, I know somebody who, when they were younger, all they wanted to do was be dicked down. They didn't believe it. They didn't believe in oral sex. They lost a man because they didn't do oral sex. Now, she can't keep her mouth off a dick. Um, <laughs> well, damn. Well, damn. Girl, sorry. She can't. She can't. Like, she loves something dick now. And I'm like, oh, my God. I just can't believe you said that. But, you know, it's just what it is. So, I mean, you change over time. Now, she loved to get head. You know, getting head back then wasn't a big thing for her. Right. So, that's and- the thing. Like, it, it changes. Now, she wants to be romance in the having sex versus... You know, you just pull up, she slide her pants to the side and you slide through. Like it's 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 a little bit more she requires more. Maybe with, maybe as but I what get, she likes now is different than what it yeah, used to be. Maybe as I get older, I can't ride dick my damn knees bad. So well, I think that's biological. <laughs> I think that's biological. I think that's different from what you like. What you can do might be different from what you like, like your body might not be responding the way that it did when you were screwing That's at true. 20. That's true. Mm-hmm. So true. That's so true. So she, I think if that's kind of where she was coming from, like she has to kill That's where she was coming from. Yeah. But people, like, took it, but people took the headline as, oh, Jada Will said, Will he can't satisfy his woman. That's how they took it. And then people were just like, why is she putting that out there? But if you listen to the whole interview, she's not saying, she's just saying she expected for right. him. To be able to steal to to just know her body to just know, and she said, "I don't have to communicate." And she even got pissed off, and she said, "That's the the, the fucking problem is that everybody wants to put a headline, but not go and watch the interview and see exactly everything that I said." Well, I agree with you. I, I agree with her I too. Agree. I agree. I agree with her on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have no problem with that. Um, right quick, um, Nene Leakes addressed um, Greg's death. Um, she said that Cynthia. She said, well, first of all, let's talk about because she said that the, she had a complaint that the housewives got together and sent her a two hundred two hundred dollar right arrangement. Yeah. Now, okay. 
for about this. <laughs> okay, Patty, you go first. So, so, so about this. So I watched the conversation that she had because it was Ricky Smiley, right? Yeah, I think that's what yeah, it was Ricky Smiley. And Ricky asked her, did Cynthia come, you know, did, you know, did Cynthia reach out or whatever? And she was like, right. oh, yeah, she did. It was a week later, but yeah, she did. Like, it was a week after, you know, the whole everything happened and stuff like that. And Cynthia didn't come to the celebration thing, right? So then she said, you know, but all the girls, you know, reached out and, you know, they even sent me flowers. And then she took a dig. She said, yeah, you know, all of them sent me, you know, $200. And I was like, wow, all y'all came together to send me $200? Why didn't everybody send whatever? Which to me was a dig and it's petty and it's insensitive, right? Because technically they didn't need to do anything. I agree. Um, and then for you to take that moment to take a dig because yeah, you were just talking shit because you need me and that's just what you do. But you can't get mad when there's backlash because it comes across as you felt entitled and bitch, you ain't no Gen Z. And um, you was petty. You were you were petty because if you know that anything you say because you are Nene Leaks is going to be a soundbite, you can't get mad when they play it and now you look like a bad guy because you said it. You said it. And And if that's what you said it for, then you fake mad. Oh, correct. Correct. (laughs) Because then you had to make a whole other video and say, well, I didn't just bring up the housewives. I was ass. And I said just in jest that, yeah, Cynthia, you know, came out a week later. I didn't say what the reason was. I didn't say I didn't think that she was genuine. I didn't say anything like that. I was asked a question. I answered the question. And then she got mad because she wanted to address somebody who she felt like always coming at her. And people speculate that it was Claudia because Claudia talked about it on TGI Friday with Al and Funky Dineva or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all she said was the same thing pretty much that I said is that, you know, you sound entitled, but nobody had to do anything. You know, it was a nice gesture. You know what I mean? And for you to make that comment, it doesn't seem like you were appreciative of the support that you did get. And that's just how it comes off. I mean, like Nene, you in order for people to change their opinions of you, you have to change the narrative. And all you keep doing is perpetuating the narrative. Because I guess like when I'm grieving, I'm not thinking about how much a person spent on a flower arrangement. I'm just thankful that you even thought enough to send something, you know. And how does she know how much it costs? She probably, you know, you can look it up. Probably she might have went to the floor. You know, people pay it like that. They'll go to the goddamn floor. I think I think if you are looking for something to be wrong, that's the only reason. Exactly. That's the only reason that she would mention that you all she went into that thinking this is not going to be right. So let me go research how much it might have cost. Did she put that same energy into all the arrangements she got? No, she knows. And and that's and then she said and then to cover that up, she said. You know, I got all kind of flowers. So it wasn't the fact that I wanted more flowers because, you know, my house look was full of flowers from all, from everybody, you know, and stuff like that. So it wasn't about that. She said, but they asked and I and, and, and I told them what I got. That's it. That's all it was. I wasn't taking jabs. No. Why would they weren't. ask that? 
Because they know she's gonna be petty. They know she's gonna be petty and they just but clickbait. Correct. Bait they switch. don't bait and switch, you know, bait them. And regardless of if she said something different throughout the whole interview, what was going to trend is what she said in that moment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. And you've been in entertainment this long, this ain't new to you. Yeah, you know what to do and what to say to Trent. Correct, correct. You already know. You already know. And I just felt that it, she just, I don't know. She just, she just, she wants attention. Well, you know, she's going to say, I like Nene though, but she's going to say, you know, I was hurting and I, you know, hurt people, hurt people. And I took my pain out on them. This is after you're trending and now people are going to Club Lanithia and Oh, because now she want to go back on Housewives. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. This is this is. Yeah, now she want to go back on Housewives. Building momentum. I'm definitely open to going back to Housewives because she was on the the real, which is funny. I even watch that show now every now and then. But she was on the real, and she was saying that she would go back if her and Andy sat down and have a conversation because you know me and Andy were really friends. Like I paid for his baby shower. Why say that? Girl, you you see what I'm saying? Well, why say stuff? You claim like that they were racist and stuff, though. So why would you even want to go back to that kind of toxic environment if that's how you truly failed? Exactly. That's my whole point. That's just like me saying, "Oh, I want to go back to my old job because you know, you know, I just missed the place after they don't fucking fired you and all this shit and to call just called you out about something. You know, right. it's toxic. But it's time for answering for a friend, everyone. And um, <laughs> so, y'all ready? Yes. All right. Hi, no shit. This is your girl, Janice. And before y'all judge me, please try to understand. I got cheated on by my husband of 10 years. He slept with two of my sisters and a cousin. Oh. I was so upset that I called him out on his shit on an FB, a Facebook post. But fast forward to five years after counseling and you know him apologizing we're happily we're still happily married and so i now have two niece daughters (laughs) 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 we're over the past but i regret bashing him publicly because people still hold that post and people still repost it every year and my family is Still judging me. So, so. How do I I handle this? So she's asking how does she get past this? (laughs) Does she have more questions for her than I can offer any assistance? So, because my question is, what is the relationship with your siblings and your cousin? (laughs) Because he slept with and fathered two children with your sisters and slept with your cousin. Now, you blasted him. What is the status of the relationship with your family that your blood is the same? Just curious, number one. (laughs) Number two, this is one of those things that sometimes people take having an immediate outlet and, and using it prematurely that part because once you put it out there you can't take it back because as long as the screenshot feature is alive and well it will always be somebody's receipt and the fact that you 
hurt people hurt people. You lashed out to hum- humiliate someone. Now you're humiliated because you put out to the world what he did to you. And the world is looking at you like, but you're still winning. So what was the point of you blasting him and you're going to stay with him? Regardless of all the work that was done, regardless of all of the conversations and the healing and all of that, the public is going to view you as what you think they do. <laughs> and to me, the only thing you can do is is Move to it's my man, and I'm gonna stick beside him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, stand firm in your decision. Like all you can do is stand firm in your decision because from this day forward, people gonna talk forever. Ooh, they talk forever. So as so- the sooner you make your peace with the fact that I made a mistake, and people gonna talk, but it don't matter because I chose this, and I'm a rock with it till the wheels fall off. Then that's what you do. Exactly. I say get Don't ahead read of the it. comments. Get ahead of or, it. Or get ahead of it. Like, you know, you already know what people are thinking. Well, it was five years ago, so it ain't nothing you can do about it. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, like maybe in her future posts. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as she posts a picture of their anniversary, she mm-hmm. knows people probably like, you know, side iron. So just say, Y'all already know I just said what he did. This is my man, he mine, and I'm gonna sit beside him. Just, just, dig just aside and say, address hey, the hey, elephant. And if you want to, I mean, y'all, I posted this here. Here it is again. Y'all want to see it? Here it is, right? There you here. go. On my lip, on my lip, uh, <laughs> my, uh, my Ali Pope, uh, <laughs> last back Friday, five years ago, I blessed his ass, and five years later, look, we stronger than ever, exactly. I mean, <laughs> yes, that's, That's the best way to handle it. You know, and, 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 and my, uh, what she call them? Niece daughters, what they are? Yeah, niece daughters. <laughs> yeah, two That's niece daughters. <laughs> That's the best. Oh. But how do you, I've got, oh, what's her name, Janice? Yes. Yeah, Janice. Ooh, girl, you in trouble. <laughs> because, I mean, she had, now, I, not, like Petty said, what is the relationship like with your sisters and cousins? But I mean, I guess y'all really are forced to have a relationship. Do, uh, no, 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 no. He could be a father to his children. I ain't got to have no relationship with them. Well, she has to co-parent alongside him. Those are her stepchildren. Yes. And her yeah, when you made that decision to stay in this situation, you made the yes. decision to take everything with it. Yeah. Which is why that whole situation <laughs> is a little too mature for me. And I, you know, that just makes me think, though, it might be a little off topic, but you know how they say a woman can forgive her man quicker she can, quicker than she can forgive her forgive home her friend. Yep. This is yeah, so I'm like wondering, you didn't forgive him. How you doing with sis and cousin? No. I've been a part of that. That's happened to me before. I'm like, oh, okay. So, so Janice, I'm off. You don't talk to me no more. <laughs> what? But y'all still besties and got me. <laughs> you know, I wasn't texting myself. Well, I think Janice, you need to send us a follow-up letter. No, because <laughs> I got more. questions, Janice. Don't draw no more <laughs> Janice. Don't draw no more attention to it. Just let it fade into the abyss. 
and just keep on trucking. Keep on. Girl, Janice, every time you post, post that, share that same thing you did back then, say, Aaron, what? He's still mine. He's mine. I'm going to stick beside him. Right. Then what can they say? Well, if I was your cousin or your two sisters, I'd be real petty and post smoking stuff. (gasps) I had him once, but I got him all the time. I mean, if you want to, and if you do have a good relationship with them and you want to get past it, y'all just all take one big family photo and then just post it to everybody. But they are one big family. (laughs) (laughs) But we want to be one big happy family. (laughs) (laughs) Divine happy. Oh, God. I'm not reading you, Janice, but I'm reading you. I'm sorry. I'm not reading you. I'm not reading you, but I am reading you. Um, but again, your relationship your problem. is uh, yeah, it, no, it's a whole <laughs> mature situation. Like, this is one of them, like for you to get through this, like, did you go on, did you go on Iyana? I'm gonna go back and look on Iyana and see if anybody on that name was Janice. You know what? Because, because this sounds like something that only um good mother sister priestess can um african priestess can do helping you do that work <laughs> you know because i mean two sisters and a cousin and he got two kids from your sisters mm. like her, like janice what was your prayer like Janice what was your prayer we don't want to know that prayer Lord give me the strength to endure the things that I cannot change and the love that is unparalleled like what was what was your prayer Summer Breezy to add that to the outro on the next album damn a Sierra baby can I get the type of forgiveness that that you have Right, forgiveness that a lot of us probably I won't even say one because bitch, I don't even think I want that kind of. I I, 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 I want to aspire to that level of forgiveness, but I don't want that situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. this was a great show, y'all. Yeah, this 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 really was. We want to thank K Marie for joining us. You know, we popped her cherry. She's no longer podcast virgin. Yes. Maybe she'll come back and you know podcast with us a little bit in the Maybe. future. Want to thank you guys again. You can follow us at no Sherlock Pod at gmail.com. You can send us any uh questions, topics, or answering for our friends. Janice, we're looking to hear back from you. Um, one other thing. Follow- one other thing before we go, because I just wanted to dress up. Y'all protect y'all IG accounts because them Bitcoin people are scamming, taking y'all accounts and <laughs> at the wood. They taking my friends out, bitch. Because I'm getting messages DM and I'm like, mm-hmm. did somebody hack your account? They are hacking accounts like left and right around me. <laughs> so here, so here's the thing. I don't, I don't answer. I don't read when they be like, so and so is trying to message you. Delete. Yeah, I don't even know. And I don't don't accept friend requests from anybody that got less than 50 pictures. Yeah. That is not older than 120 days. (laughs) Because, you know, they'll post 50 pictures, but shit, it was all posted in two days. Uh Uh-uh, won't get me. Mm. I don't accept friend requests or follow requests from anyone. I don't know. So, you know, I'm not one of those, you know, people with a million followers and anything. No. Mm-mm. 
Yeah, you know, she's still around trying to sell this notion that she's the good girl. But anyway, <laughs> so you can follow us on No Sherlock on IG um, and tune in to us on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. And yeah. we are out. Hey. Hey. Sierra prayer. Say the prayer, J-Bass. That's the one you yes. want to pray. That's right. That's Y'all better pray for Janice. <laughs> 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 <laughs>